Blog Talk Radio. And here it is. Great Voice and News. Statement. Fuck. The Sports Socket. New York Sports. MLB. NBA. And NHL. It's that. Check it out. Check it. Here we go. Live at Topol Studios here in Brooklyn, New York. This is the Ace Man and Quas program. Hi everybody. I'm Ethan Quasman. I'll be taking you along along for the ride today. Got our Kurt Angle intro going in the background right now. And uh, we're pumped up for a show. The Sports Docket, Craze Sports and News Radio. Hi, everybody. I'm Ethan Quasman. Uh, Stephen Ackerman is not with us right now. Apparently, uh, dinner is more important than being on a show with me. But, um, well, uh, yes, I would think so. Yeah, dinner is much more important than being, on a sh- being co-hosting with me. Um, anyway... Um, well, last night, uh, the Phillies continue to have the Mets number this season. Uh, sorry, that I'm just aiming here. I don't want to keep you off track. Anyway, the Phillies continue to have the Mets number this season. Uh, last night, um, a victory in extra innings. Uh, the Phillies... Uh, the Phillies... All right, sure, Stephen. We'll continue that as a full. We'll consider that as a full-time intro. Right now, I'm getting IM from Mets Fanatic 910, aka uh, Stephen Ackerman, my co-host. Uh, he says we should use the Kurt Angle as our full-time intro. I, I, I would agree. I think that's a very good intro. So we'll we'll work on that. Uh, we've been, we've been experimenting with various intros, but as um, as a wise man once told me, uh, intros aren't the basic point of the show. It's more about the content and whatnot. Anyway, yeah, last night the Phillies uh, defeated the Mets uh, by a score of, what was it, 6-4. I don't remember already. It was so late. Uh, let me just get my press release here. I know, the, I know Utley hit the uh, amazing... Hold on one sec. Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't be saying um, a screen name. <laughs> Okay, so let's get started right away. Sorry for those slow steps. Oh, here we go. But yeah, it was 4-2, my bad. Uh, yeah, the Phillies won by a score of 4-2 last night. Chase Utley with a home run off Pedro Feliciano in the 12th inning. They got another run off uh, Joe Smith, and that was, the, that was the end of the story. Phillies defeated the Mets in 11 innings, 4-2. And the Mets continue to have that lackluster offense at home at Shea. Um, just last night, I mean, it's, uh, the Mets got their only runs in the game in the second inning. That was it. Um, you know, and their struggles can continue without the big bats, without a Moises Alou, without Sean Green. You know, you're not going to be not going to be uh, getting not you're not going to be getting. Uh, Big innings if you don't have those in the, those in the lineup, especially Carlos Belton right now is in a mammoth slump. His average is down to 290. I mean, even though that's a, that's a pretty hefty average for anybody, uh, his average was sitting way higher than that. I think Rico was actually at 330. Beltran is in a massive slump. Delgado been hitting homers, but he's still not hitting consistently. David Wright's been on and off the last night. He did drive in both Mets runs. No, that was Luca drove both Mets runs. Uh, David Wright had two hits. Luca drove in two Mets runs last night, but the Mets still lost a score of four to two. Phillies came right back. Uh, t- t- um, it was Utley again. Yeah, Utley. Utley got the uh, two-run single in the third off uh, Tom Glavin, who was going for his 296th win for the fifth straight time. Still didn't get it. And uh, Jamie Moyer. Uh, the 40-year-old Phenom was on the mound for the Phillies. Uh, he was just as good as Glavin. Actually, they both had the, 
They both have the uh, same line, seven innings, two runs, eight hits. But the Mets still couldn't get anything going last night offensively at all, aside from that second inning. And the Mets now, of course, uh, not a, it's not something you're going to be going crazy about. Uh, we have an IM from FSU Knowles, 912. Um, I, I I believe. Well, I don't know. If it was, I don't know. If it was aiming uh, me or my show. Uh, I guess we'll get. All right. Anyway, uh, I know who he is, but I don't know who who's aiming exactly. Well, we'll we'll just um, we'll see if he's aiming me or my show. Anyway. Oh yes. Um, let me just, let me just check. See if he's aiming me or my show. I know who he is. Anyway, of course, uh, the Yankees um, finally got a win yesterday. Uh, Aaron um, is now off that booze and had a wonderful game. Uh, three for five. It is 21st home run. He still trails the Yankees by by three. Um, the Yankees have three more wins than Aaron homers, but Aaron will catch up, especially with the. Uh, with the um, Pirates this weekend. Oh, Pittsburgh's going to be uh Pittsburgh can be tough, especially for a uh under 500 team. I mean, Pittsburgh and Yankees basically have the same record this year. Uh the Pirates come into Yankee Stadium. They get to be around the glory of the Bronx. And well, yeah, and the and the and the uh, Yankees of course would love to of course, Roger Clemens pitching on Saturday in that series and the afternoon game, uh, making his debut as the Rocket finally will get set to launch, and we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I don't know if uh, Clemens. We'll see. What, Clemens has been up and down in the minor leagues. He's been one injury after another. Uh, he's still getting paid twenty-eight million for sitting, sitting down in Texas on his ranch or whatever. So it was. I mean, he's not even with the club. I mean, I don't know why would a team do that. You know, get a. I mean, I know I understand Clemens. I understand what he's going to bring to the Yankees, but why would a team uh, allow any player to, to not to not go on the road games? Doesn't make any sense. I understand Clemens, but doesn't make any sense why a team would do that. But obviously, Clemens uh, has a pretty busy guy to be uh, playing Major League Baseball. Um. And so the Yankees are lucky to get him back. I mean, they're going to need him. And of course, their ace last night, Tyler Clifford, was brilliant. Uh, now 3-1. and one. His ERA just a shade under 4. So a great start last night by Tyler Clifford. Uh, yeah, great start last night by Tyler Clifford. Uh, ERA was phenomenal. Bobby Abreu finally drove in a run in the, in the Eon. And the, uh, and the Yankees uh, came out a good, very good victory last night. Rivera got a sixth save of the year, so Rivera is starting to pile up those saves, starting to get the ERA down. It's down to four. It's down to 4.87 exactly now, so it's below five. And, and Rivera, oh, uh, see, I got. I don't know how to multitask. I don't know how to do aim and how to talk at the same time. Well, meanwhile, uh, let me let you know how to call into the program. We're talking Mets Yankees. We'll, get, we'll definitely get into the, the uh, NBA Finals Game 1 tomorrow night. Uh, the Cavaliers and the San Antonio Spurs. Game 4 tonight, NHL, Game 5 tonight at the Stanley Cup. Maybe that series will finally end, hopefully. Um, well, not finally end, I mean, it's only Game 5, but um, just, just, I'm sure New York fans just want the NHL season to end already. Um, let's see what happens with that, but of course... Right. Let's say let's say to call into the program. All right. You can call into the show two ways. You can call us at one six four six four seven eight four oh one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. That's one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. Or you can aim me during the show at Quaster O six. That's K W A S S T E R O six. And we'll uh, definitely put your comment on the air. Uh, again, we're talking NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup, uh, the Mets and Yankees. Uh, we'll take it to the Mets game coming up at 7. 
Damn, what is that? You know, something to put on the phone here. Oh, I have another. I'm calling the other line, but I. I damn, I'm calling the line. This is what happens when you call from a public. Not a public phone, you call from your home phone and you call it on the line. Ah, uh, I guess I'll have to take it. Wait one sec. I'll be right back on. Hold on. Hello? Who? Oh, wait. Hold on. Alright. I'm back on? I'm back on the air. Alright, great. Okay. Let's see if we're getting calls. You're probably not. Alright. Yeah, one six four six four seven eight five one one. I need AMS at Quaster 6 KWA. S-S-T-E-R-O-6. Uh, we're talking uh, Mets baseball, Yankees baseball, Stanley Cup, the NBA Finals, maybe a little uh, Jets Giants football if uh, that gets going later on uh, in the uh, summer with the uh, off season, the whole thing. All right, all right. We're just gonna get uh, back to what we're doing here. So, of course, last night uh, the Mets at home this year. Are are not where you want to be at home. Not at all. The only three games over. I mean, uh, last year the Mets were the best team at home in, in Major League Baseball. They were the best team at Shea. I mean, they owned teams playing in Flushing. And this year, it's not been like that at all. Uh, they're only, um, of course, they do have the best road record in uh, Major League Baseball. Even better than the Red Sox. The Mets do have the best record away from Shea this year. At home, they've They've been the, uh, for them they've been putrid. I mean, their, their offense at home. I mean, I haven't been to a game yet this year. Uh, Jay, which is kind of weird. Um, I usually go about ready by this time. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, obviously I think the the Mets will be uh, getting Jose Valentin back really soon. Are we game back tonight? I think they're getting Jose Valentin. Let me just check. I think the Mets are getting Valentin back tonight. Yeah, I think they are. Well, that would be help. I mean, uh, easily has um, really only comes through in spots uh, in late innings uh, when the Mets are trailing by two runs. <laughs> then he comes through. Well, easily is not. The Mets are learned right now. Easily is not your everyday second baseman. And the uh, Mets would be really glad to have Valentin back whenever he gets back. Alou would be a big help when he gets back. Sean Green, of course. I mean, Gomez is trying his best. The last night, 0 for 5, his average is... Uh, 200, what you expect for the kid? Well, we we got to fix. I mean, we Goldman's has still doesn't has not shown any of his power. Well, we we, we the Mets brass never really said he had much power. Gomez, uh, he's definitely shown a ton of speed. There's no question about that. He's shown a heck of a load of speed, uh, and he's shown also speed on the bases. But he's not shown really any power at all. Uh, my Computer just got disconnected. I want to just back back on so I can look at my switchboard. Uh, I'm not boring you here. All right. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Right, we're back on. All right. We're good. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, last night a painful loss for the Mets. Well, I mean, not really that. It's painful in the sense that the Mets lost the game. In terms of the season, I mean, the Braves and Florida split a doubleheader. So the Mets uh, are, uh, the Mets do, um, uh, didn't, own, uh, only lost half a game yesterday. The Braves are now three and a half out as opposed to four out. Um, and the Braves tonight will be playing another game. All right, might as well just go to a quick break here, and then we'll get back on here. I just, all right, all right, oh, oh yeah, here I got something for you. Uh, let's see where was Utley's home Mister's game? Yeah, we're just looking at a call here. Meanwhile, you can call in and let your comments. On the air one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. That's one six four six 
four seven. And, these are, and last night, uh, all right, here was a uh, here was another um, Chase Utley is turning into a Phillies killer from last night. Yeah, sorry, wrong call, but that was actually Duca's two-run single last night. We do have Utley's home run. Um, usually on our show, we usually play um, calls that uh, embarrass the Yankees. Oh, we'll just play one, you know, just so Yankee fans. We'll play, we'll play the calls that embarrass the Yankees later on. We'll just play one call that's against the Mets, you know, just just to know the Yan- just play Yankee fans that we, uh, we um, just be a little equal, a little not to take too much attention on our program, just show that we're... Uh, we uh, feel for Yankee fans and that, um, you know, they're humans and whatever. Um, so here, here's a call from last night's game. Chase Utley uh, putting a dagger in the Mets' hearts. And it's still loading. Utley just 2 for 10 against Feliciano. In the air to left center field, it's well hit. Back goes Chavez back near the wall, and it's out of here. Chase Utley gives the Phillies the lead with his 11th home run of the year. And the Phillies grab a 3-2 lead in the top. Well, then, of course, the uh, the Mets would eventually eventually, uh, get a big out of that inning. I think this is the play they got Burrow. The Mets got Burrow in a rundown. Wow, weird play, as Gary Cohen said. Tag them both. Uh, it's a, a very weird play in that sixth. It's actually in the sixth inning um, when Burrow and Utley were playing a game of musical bases. They couldn't find where they were going, and uh, Utley, the Burrow went to third, which is weird. I mean, I, th- I was thinking we go back to second. He went to third where Utley was already standing, and and then I and then the tag was put on Utley. I think Delgado put the tag on. That's even more weirder. Uh, yeah, they got went all the way from first base to put the tag. Or was it Reyes? I think it was. I don't know who it was. I didn't look, but uh, but yeah, big out there. Um, it actually uh, kept the Phillies on the board in that inning, but eventually the Phillies would get the runs they needed in the extra innings to win the game. And uh, you know, I don't. I, who got the save last night for the Phillies? Because the Phillies haven't. I mean, Brett Myers went down. Tom Gordon went down. Brett Myers' replacement went down. Was it Matson? got the I think it was Matson who got the save last night. Oh, it was Alfonseca. Oh, yeah, he's taking the yeah he's taking all the roles now as the closer. Yeah, Alfonseca. I mean, the Phillies got a second save. Yeah, the Phillies. Um, they've been just playing. Uh, the, well, the Phillies have not been both my committee. Just that that no one's been getting the job done. No one's getting the job done. The bullpen, and then Brett Myers got hurt for the year. Gordon got hurt for two months. And the Phillies uh, now relying on Antonio Alfonso. Well, they're a mess, the Phillies, even though they are at, I'm not surprised, at 500. The Phillies have actually had the second-best record um, since the stats since May 1st outside of New York Mets. Supposed the Boston Red Sox to be in that uh, equation. The Yankees had the worst record since May 1st. Yeah, the Phillies uh, back to seven games out behind the Mets now. I mean, uh, J-Roll and the Phillies are... Still, still on the glass, looking on in on the Mets. The Mets are a team to beat. It's not the Phillies. It's not the Phillies. All right, and of course the Yankees last night, um, getting back to 11 and a half out as Boston lost. Uh, the Yankees are uh, getting great. As I said before, great stuff on Tyler Clifford. You know, let's quickly uh, switch. Let's quickly switch to the NBA. Usually when I have, have a co-host on, I'm more organized here. Um, I should be organized anyway. I mean, that's a mistake on my part. I don't, I don't even have school tomorrow, but whatever. Um, let's see who we're going to get to. Yes. All right, yeah. 
Um, tomorrow night, LeBron James and the Cavs go against Tim Duncan and the Spurs. And uh, big question on who is going to guard James. But I think it's obvious. Bruce Bowen is going to obviously guard James. Bowen, the big man, is going to... And, and uh, it's not like Bowen has not guarded uh, players of this caliber before. You know, Bowen's guarded some outstanding players. I mean, Le- LeBron James is, may, might be his toughest component. Uh, Bowen, six foot seven, two hundred pounds. I mean, LeBron. You know, he, not to be easy for LeBron James. I know he had. He was against the Spurs. He had forty-eight points one game. Uh, against the Pistons, uh, LeBron was just on fire the last four games. And the Pistons won four. Str- and the, the Cavs won four straight. Uh, take that series four games to two. And and. Um, Dwayne Wade uh, was speaking about uh, LeBron James, and he says that LeBron is up to the test. Uh, LeBron is up to the test this year. So we'll see what happens with uh, LeBron, well, not this year, in the playoffs. We'll see what happens. I mean, um, I don't know who this, I have no clue. Well, obviously, uh, Glasgow's will probably guard Duncan, but, you know, the, the Cavs are going to have a double team, uh, Duncan, triple team him. I mean, Duncan's uh, in the in the paint. He's going to be dominating the uh, Spurs. I mean, dominating the Cavs on boards, rebounds, block shots. I mean, he he could have the, the quote unquote triple double. I mean, the the Cavs have no one to guard. They they have to double team. The Cavs are going to have to double team and LeBron James. I mean, uh, uh, Tim Duncan. They're going to have a uh, triple team Duncan. And the, and uh, well, this is probably going to allow Parker to have a big game. Ginobili's going to you expect him to have a a couple of big games in the series. You know, I'm picking the Spurs in five uh be the Cavs out because, you know, even though um, uh, Gibson had a big game in game six for the Cavs and LeBron, of course, uh, the king, making his first appearance in the NBA Finals, you know, I, I still, uh, the Spurs have won three in this decade. Um, and I know people always say experience is not always the key. I mean, obviously last year, Heat winning in six over the Pistons, Shows you experience is not isn't everything, but come on, I mean uh, the Spurs. It's not just a West versus East thing. The Spurs are, just, are so much better than the Cavs. I mean the Pistons would probably give. I think the Pistons might have given the Spurs even this year. I think the Pistons would have given the Spurs a better uh, a, a better chance here. Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean obviously uh, there can always be um, upsets, always be setbacks. Um, uh, I think the Spurs do have home field advantage. Let's see, do the Spurs have home field advantage in this series? They probably do. Uh, they do have home field advantage. Yeah, they have home. The Spurs home field advantage in this series. Yep, they do. I'm not sure about the season. I think I'm pretty sure the Spurs won the season. I think the Spurs won. Yeah, the Spurs won the season series two games to none. I mean, it, I, I see it's only season, it's only the season series, but still, I mean, uh, just up and down their lineup, up and down the Spurs, the Spurs team, their six man, the whole thing. Spurs are the much better team. I mean, this, the Spurs can beat the Suns; they can definitely beat the Cavs. I mean, last year, I mean, the Heat upset the Mavericks, but he he was actually uh, people gave him a chance in that series. I mean, I don't, I'm not giving the Cavs really any chance in this series. I'll give them a game. I'll give them a game. The team is good, but the team is uh, is not consistent enough to be in a championship team. I mean, no doubt. You can congratulate them. It's going to create a lot of... It's going to be a very exciting series for the NBA. It's probably uh, Tim Duncan, one of the greatest NBA centers of all time, versus an up-and-coming great LeBron James, uh, who's wearing Michael Jordan's number. So that's going to be... That's big for the NBA. That'll create ratings. No doubt... Uh, well, I mean, it's close. It is close in terms of whether Cavs Spurs would generate more ratings than Pistons Spurs. But but uh, NBA gets to heat it up. Um, I mean, the Spurs. I mean, the Pistons. You have to put you know Billups. You know, a lot of guys you can um, square off against Duncan. But I mean, LeBron James clearly. Uh, we'll we'll see. I mean, Duncan may guard James too. So was oh and uh, Gibson. Uh, he has he has a blog uh, on NBA.com during the whole final, so hopefully he'll keep his head in the game for the Cavs, and we'll see what happens in that series. 
We'll switch to NHL in a minute. Uh, once again, remind you of the call number. It's one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. That's one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. Going to the cross today, taking you along to the Mets game coming up at seven. Mets and Phillies tonight. Making a start for the Mets will be. Wow. Oh yeah, making a start for the Mets uh, will be Orlando Duque Hernandez. And going for the Phillies actually is a Mets killer. Adam Eden, who's 4 0 against the Mets in his career. Uh, can't get much better. Um, Eden will make the start for the Mets, uh, for the Phillies tonight. He's, this season is five, this season's ERA is, is uh, well over six. And he's, uh, he hasn't, uh, he's, he's pitched very radically for the Phillies this season. But against the Mets in his career, he's practically owned them, including a very nice win last year against the Mets. So, I mean, uh, the Mets will have to try to defeat the pass tonight as they play. It's actually the lineup card for you here right now. I mean, I don't think I want to, I want to bore you reading down the lineup uh, for the lineup card tonight for the Phillies and Mets game. Uh, the Phillies, uh, Rollins, of course, leading off. J-Roll. Victorino, second. Utley, about third. Ryan Howard will hit cleanup. Um, Dobbs will be batting fifth in left field. I guess Burrow's out of lineup tonight. Well, maybe... Well, maybe because it's going against the right-hander. Um, Aaron Rowan will bat six. New- Abraham Nunez, who always seems to have long at bats against the Mets in late innings. Last night, Feliciano had a late at bat. Um, Rod Barajas will catch him at eighth. And Adam Eden will pitch him at ninth. So we're still addressing some of the regulars tonight. The Mets lineup. Tonight we'll have Ray off at shortstop, of course. Eric Andy Chapman in right field, bat second. Beltran will hit third, trying to bring out a fish slump. Delgado hitting cleanup, still batting uh, below 230. David Wright will hit fifth. Luduka will hit sixth. Uh, Ruben Gotai is still no Valentine. He'll bat seventh. David Newhan, left field. Oh, man. I don't know why Willie keeps playing him. I guess there's no one else to play. I mean, Newhan, man, he, this guy... And this guy is like this, last year's version of the early Jose Valentin. When Valentin had that 0 for 16. I mean, New, uh, I don't know why. I mean, Newhand just can't hit it all. It's, it's, it just I don't know, every time he comes to play, it's like an automatic out. And, and El Duque who was batting um, 60 points higher than Newhand. Who is pitching about nine. New, Hernandez has is batting 250 this year. He has more RBIs than Newhand also. So. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe Willie could have pulled if one of Willie doing the line. He batted ninth. He batted Hernandez eighth. That's weird. Um, yes, yeah, so the Yankees will be playing in Chicago, looking to take the second game in that series. Chin Ming Wong against Javier Vasquez tonight. Uh, Wong is n- definitely not near at all. I mean, Zero is, is pretty much around the same, but he's definitely not near the uh, the Cy Young caliber pitcher he was last year. Came in second to Santana for the award. Uh, this year he's four and four, and uh, he's going against a former Yankee for the White Sox, uh, who gave the Yankees bad memories. Javier Vasquez, three and three with ERA just below four. Um, since leaving the Yankees, he's, he's uh, been one and two against them, so mixed results there. Uh, Jimmy Wong in career. Uh, Jimmy Wong beat the White Sox earlier this season, had a brilliant start, uh, one run in six innings. So uh, hopefully uh, the Yankees can try to finally win two in a row. I mean, is that hard? Um, and earlier today, uh, the Marlins beat the Braves seven to four. So the Mets once again are back up. What, what's it now? Four and a half? Got to be four. Yeah, the Braves are only six over five hundred now. The Braves. So the Marlins uh, took two and three in that series. Marlins giving the Mets a little helping hand here. So the Mets swept them uh, in their previous in those series before the series against Arizona. Uh, the Mets swept the Marlins. Um, uh, Davis had a very bad start today for Atlanta. Uh, the Braves, the Marlins lay up 5 nothing, but ended the third inning. And that was the end of the story. Uh, Aaron Boone, the former Yankee, went deep for the Marlins. Uh, nothing much offensively for the Braves today. A 7-4 victory. Florida is actually now, Braves get worried now because Florida is only 3.5 behind them. Philadelphia is right there. Uh, Washington, of course, is way down there. But, um... But yeah, I mean, uh, now the Braves now are compete. Braves are also out of the wild card race. They're behind uh, one, two teams now. They're behind San Diego and Arizona. 
The Bears also have, uh, they got Florida on the back, got Philadelphia in the back. They have a couple teams on the back. Even St. Louis now starting to pick it up uh, on their back. And Giants as well. So, yeah, so the Braves, into the summer, we're going to see how well the, uh, the Braves can perform. Uh, once again, the phone number, 1646-478-5118. Just across today, boring as hell. You know, well, I mean, I'm trying to get energized here for some Yankee baseball tonight. Some uh, Stanley Cup game four. But we'll see. Yeah, anyway, 1646-478-5118. That's 1646-478-5118. Call us. Prank call us. You can even do that, you know? Just get your voice heard in the air. And we'll take your phone calls. That's 646-478-5118. And my aim is Quester06 with two S's. K-W-A-S-S-T-E-R-O-6. And let's get into the Stanley Cup game five tonight, eight o'clock. Once again on national television, it's um, going to be from. Is it from Ottawa tonight? No, wait. Yeah, it's from Ottawa tonight. No, it's in Anaheim. Yeah, Anaheim. Cause, oh, NHL has that weird system. Uh, well, the NBA does that too. Two in a row in Anaheim. Two in a row in Ottawa. Anaheim, Ottawa, Anaheim. Well, the, the, those two games we won't need. Uh, I think the Ducks are just clinching tonight. I mean. Uh, they say, you know, it's not, it ain't over till it's over. It's over. I'm telling you, this series is long over. Uh, even though Senators won game three, I, I just can't see them running any momentum at all. Uh, basically, it's been the Ducks defensemen. Even without Pronger in game four, uh, the Ducks managed uh, to win that one by a final of of three to two. Uh, the mighty Ducks have been mighty. The Senators have, um, have played... Um, well, I mean, I don't think the Senators have been a victim of the, not much the penalties, not much the times they were in the box. I mean, Anaheim's been in the box much more than Ottawa in the series, but Anaheim is killing their penalties. Ottawa is not. Uh, well, they, had, they did a game three, that's about it. Uh, Chris Pronger back in line tonight, as I said before, the defenseman. Uh, Daniel Alfredson in his first Stanley Cup ever. Um, I don't know, I think, I mean, obviously... Only four players on the current Anaheim team, well, five you include um, Trader Scott Niedermeyer of, the, of uh, my my Devils. But, um, yeah, I mean, well, actually, five includes yeah, Niedermeyer. Only in 2003, when the Ducks played the Devils in the Stanley Cup, the Devils won that, that one in seven, a classic series, especially since the Devils won. Um, you know, only five of their players have been in a cup of, in a cup of four, Jagir. Uh, Def- Pronger was in there last year. Actually, six now include Pronger. Um, Chris Pronger was with Edmonton last year when Carolina won that one in seven. This, this one's not going seven. Let's BS. This, this, this series is not going seven. This series is going to be over tonight. The Ducks are totally a better team, even though how much I despise the Ducks. Um, I despise Ottawa even more for eliminating the Devils. So i, I got to root for Hollywood here and taking the series tonight. The d- defensemen have been overbearing. Uh, to, to the Ottawa's uh, neutral zone. Wait. Um, uh, obviously, I was only hit by Pronger on uh, Ottawa. I mean, he should have gotten more more games, but of course, the Stanley Cup, they don't want to make it more interesting. But, uh, yeah, Pronger, uh, ugly uh, elbow elbow uh, into the head of Ottawa's Dean McAmmons, and uh, that cost him a game. And, yeah, Pronger always doing this. Pronger is a... One of the most aggressive players in the league. I think he's, he's well over 200 pounds, you know, so he's got some meat in that body, too. Um, and anyway, yeah, so he's been out. Uh, well, hasn't really been out I, I think right now um, the, the MVP of the Stanley Cup is Daniel Paulson. I mean, his two goals in the series, he's, his plus minus ratio is unbelievable. I mean, the Ducks have it's been phenomenal in the series uh, thus far. Uh, but Niedermeyer said a quote, you know, that the team doesn't want to get any, doesn't want to get used to playing without Chris Pronger. Well, of course not. Niedermeyer is the captain, unfortunately. But um, you want to focus. I don't have to focus on the blue line. Um, Pronger definitely helps out with that. But Anaheim doesn't need to focus on the blue line. Anaheim is just, you know, too good for Ottawa. I mean, uh, I'm not giving I'm giving Ottawa credit for getting for beating Buffalo, beating New Jersey, uh, even for even for beating Pittsburgh. Uh, but still. The Ducks are the much better team. Uh, goaltending, everything, the whole the whole thing. The Ducks are uh, much better. Albertson, Heatley in the first Stanley Cup. Uh, same goes for um, the other uh, Spezza. Um, yeah. So uh, the Ducks uh, try to get forward. We have a caller. Uh, it's a 503 number. 
Oh, um, I don't know where he's calling from. Let's see who it is. All right, what's your name? Where are you calling from? What's on your mind today? Ethan, Irwin. Oh, uh, Irwin from where? Irwin from where? Uncle Irwin. <laughs> oh, hi, Irwin. How you doing? Irwin, was it Irwin, from, Irwin from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm going good. How are you doing good. so far? Good, good. Hey, I wanted to know, with uh, Sean Green, when is he supposed to be coming back again? That's a good question. Uh, Sean Green is supposed to be back in two weeks, hopefully, if he uh, doesn't break his foot even more. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he should be back. Uh, the Mets need him right now because their offense has been lackluster, wouldn't you say? Well, we'll say that again? Their offense has been lackluster. Oh, what, what's been lackluster? The, uh... Their offense. They haven't been... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they could sure use him. I guess. They can sure use Green. Yeah, and his cap uh, is falling off in right field every game. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, Green's supposed to be back in two weeks um, for the Mets, and they're supposed to get uh, Moises and Lou and Jose Valentin. Wow, all at once. Huh? Yeah, uh, back actually sometime this week. Um, uh, Valentin actually supposed to be back tomorrow. Lou's supposed to be back this weekend. So that should be, that's a good sign. But yeah, they can definitely use Sean Green's bat in the lineup. I mean, Green was. Uh, in the top five and hitting when he when he uh, got, got, was put in the DL, um, and now he's slipped down because he doesn't have enough at bats. But yeah, Mets really need Sean Green back in the lineup. Yeah, what are they going to do with uh, Gote and Gomez? Then are they going to? Uh... I think um, I think they're going to. Well, of the two, um, even though um, Gomez is the one that uh, the Mets um, want to see him develop more, uh, I think they'll probably send uh, Gomez down. Because he's the one that hasn't tripped as much. Uh, Gotai has helped the Mets out much more off the bench. Uh, and Gomez also want to get him more time in the minor league so he can uh, be, uh, be better prepared for um, uh, when he plays uh, more full-time. Mm. Mm. I see. I wonder what effect that must have psychologically on Green, you know, because here he is kind of oh, almost you know, going for some sort of personal record, I guess, you know, never having to be on the DL. He'll be okay if he goes to synagogue. He'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's just, I mean, how, um, you know, is that, um, how many people have, have people made it through an entire long career without ever being on the DL? Is that something that... Uh, uh, yeah, players have done it before. I mean, um, up to uh, last year when Derek was put on DL, he wasn't. Derek Jeter wasn't uh, injured for uh, I think it was maybe uh, eight years. He wasn't put on the disabled list. Yeah. So I mean, wow. yeah. So yeah, players have uh, players have gone through streaks like that. Um, Jose Reyes hasn't been on the DL for what's it been three years already. So I mean, uh, Cal Ripken Jr., who has the um, longest um, game streak, he played in uh, two thousand and hundred some odd games. Which is uh, still a legendary record to this day. He wasn't he wasn't on the DL for um, 15 years, so I mean it's, it's happened before. Uh, but I mean, uh, Sean Green um, he broke his foot in an odd place, so he wanted to just uh, take a precautionary method, put him on DL. But the Mets do need his bat, no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. I hope he's 100 percent when he. Uh, yeah, he should be. Why, you know? <laughs> because uh, yeah, yeah. That was that was kind of very freaky way of, of getting hurt, though, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, he, I think he came up lame, or it was a weird play. Uh, um, you know, I've seen him, I, I've seen him tumbles before. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. That, that you think, oh my God, is he going to pull through that? But, yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks for uh, calling to right. the show. All right, thanks, Ethan. Take All care. Right. All right, All no right. problem. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, that was... Um, Uncle Irwin calling into the program, so we're getting we're getting a little ethnic. We're getting some family in here. Um, so let's see what happens. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mets do need showing me back on line, but there's no question. If you want to call in, we got let's get some more calls here. One six four six four seven eight five one one eight. That's one six four six four seven eight five one one eight, and uh, we'll definitely take your call. Amy at Quasaro six. Uh, we got plenty of time left in the program. Maybe Stephen will join us at some point. Maybe you'll join us. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah. As we were 
I mean, anything really. I mean, you can. Uh, call. All right. Uh, Change some stuff. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean uh, it's uh. All right, all right. I better get back to the show here. Um, yeah, that's right. I mean the the Mets need to get their bats going. I mean the Mets are going through a phase right now. I mean where they're just it's not that they're hitting consistently. I mean they aren't. They're hitting. Some players are hitting. Some players aren't hitting. But their problem is that they're just they're not getting base runners. They're just not getting base runners. Simple as that. I mean, last night it was getting weird, and that Reyes uh, got caught stealing for the eighth time this season. He did steal a base in the game, but he got caught stealing, uh, and uh, that hurt them. That definitely hurt them uh, big time last night. Um, we'll play a little Yankee call right now, uh, just the Yankee, just to get just to get in a little confidence for the future. Um, we know there's not much there. Um, maybe we get A Rod's 21st homer here. Um, you can hear the call by some anyway, but it sounds better on the air. I mean, Yankee fans listening in, and they're feeling a little bit under the weather. Well, F last night's game, you probably don't. Here we go. Oh, that's the wrong call. Wrong call. My bad. All right. Here we go. This is, um, uh, A Rod coming through last night for the Yankees. Uh, that was weird, but, uh, yeah, A Rod. No, actually, not weird at all. Not this year. Not this year. I mean, the the booze is definitely giving A-Rod a lift. Uh, so last night, 21st home run. Well, not with the booze. It's the other stuff. Uh, 21st run last night for A-Rod. He now has 50 RBIs in in uh, 55 games. So A-Rod's on some pace to hit 60 homers. Uh, he's on... Oh, phone... Oh, yeah. A-Rod's on the pace probably to also uh, to break... Um, uh, well, I mean... The, Maybe it's a pace to bring the Yankees' all-time home run record. Is that weird? The A-Rod breaks the Yankees' all-time home record in the season where they don't make the playoffs, or better yet, even finish at 500. Uh, but they will. I mean, Yankee fans know they the Yankees will find some way to get to 81 wins. All right. Anyway, so here's A-Rod's call last night's get uh, the call of A-Rod. Here we go. When A-Rod did this last night against the White Sox. Of course, you see the uh, White Sox announcement getting very excited last night. I mean, come on, some of these announcements in the out of town in these out of town uh, places. I mean, there's no enthusiasm at all. I mean, I, I understand the Yankees already had seven two lead, but come on, it's A Rod. It's E Rod. Mr. Clutch. Um, yeah, Mr. Clutch, Mr. A Rod. Uh, Coming through last night. Um, three runs, three RBIs, three runs, um, and giving the uh, uh, the lead. Right, calling to a problem. You can prank call. You can do anything. You know, don't prank call. Well, if you want to. I mean, as long as it's uh, related to our program, you know, you can do whatever you want, really. Um, <laughs> no, no, don't prank call us, really. Uh, I know other other people lots of radio have been talking about prank call. I don't know some kind of weird system you can prank call people, which you know just to get them excited as a phone call, and there's really no phone call. Um, uh, I mean, you can do a lot of stuff now, nowadays, but yeah, but yeah, if you want to prank call us, you know, make sure it's relevant to the program. Um, and we'll, and we'll, we'll probably won't find out who you are, but uh, we'll definitely know that you're you're there. All right, so. Once again, the phone number one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. We have one caller so far. One six four six four seven eight five one one eight. Or you can aim us. Quaster O six. It's always on, always online. Quaster O six. K W A S S S T R O six. And we'll uh, put your comment on the air. Oh. 
Well, which you know, now nowadays in this world, it's um, it's really hard to get any type of guests on your on your program. I mean, we we've been trying to get some guests from uh, hotfoot.methblog.com. Well, actually, hotfoot.com, uh, hotfootblog.com. It's a uh, Mets blog. It's uh, the fourth most popular Mets blog, and, and now they're keeping track of that stuff too. Um, of popular Mets blogs, and you can check that one out and great stuff there, of course. Anthony DeRose, the founder of that website. We're trying to get some people from there, but uh, those guys are going to the game tonight. They're going to see the Mets beat the Phillies. So it's obviously much better than Cohen's my program. Um, trying to get, it's all kinds of guests, all kinds of guests, but it's so hard to get. I mean, you really email them like a week in advance, and, it's, and they don't get back to you. I mean, you know, you got to keep trying. We will have definitely a lot of guests. I'm guaranteeing this. I'm guaranteeing you. I mean, obviously, guests are not a, not a big thing, but does it enhance the show? I'm guaranteeing you we'll have. Uh, guest on our next program. Uh, we're going to have people from nvn.com uh, slash Mets. Uh, NVN is, a, is fast becoming a, a media, one of the most popular media outlets out there. I mean, it, it was created by this techie guys, and all of a sudden now it's becoming a huge sports outlet that's most valuable network. Uh, yeah, uh, you want to ask a question via AIM, that's fine. Um... And we'll put your comment on the air. If you want to ask a question, it's Quattro 6 via AIM. And we'll put any comment on your air. On the air. Yeah, sure. All right. Anybody want to aim us, you know, we'll definitely put you on. Uh, if you don't want to hear your voice on the air, we definitely can take your aim. I mean, it's fine. Okay. I've uh, got an aim from... FSU Knowles 912. He says, Yes, looking back on it, since Millage is coming out like we all thought, do you wish the Mets traded for Zito? Well, the way Zito has pitched against the Mets this year, I would say so. But uh, Barry Zito this year um, for the Giants has been anywhere far from superb. Um, uh, well, yeah, well, in terms of Millage getting for Zito, I, I don't know how well Zito would have done with the Mets. Maybe he would have gotten more run support. But still, Barry Zito has been just brutal for the Giants. He's gotten better of late. Uh, Zito was 5-5. Five and five. Zito Ray's uh, starting to get below 5 now. He's 2-0 against the Mets this year. I mean, Barry Zito is 3-5 uh, and five against the rest of baseball and 2-0 against the Mets. So maybe that tells you something about him. Um, but... Yeah, I I uh, I would have to say yeah. I mean I agree. Yeah, I mean since Millage is coming out like we all thought. I mean Millage is um, was on the DL in the minor leagues for about a month, and now he has the rap song, he has the MySpace page, he has his girlfriend, the whole thing. I mean Millage has got a lot, ton of baggage, maybe even more than Manny Ramirez has. Um, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, but yeah, lasting Millage. You know, I, I still think you got to give Lasting Millage a chance. I'm, I'm gonna have to go back on that. You got to give Lasting Millage a chance. Um, I, definitely not. You're not spending a hundred million dollars on Barry Zito because uh, right now he's frankly not worth it. Uh, Barry Zito is worth maybe eighty-five, uh, but definitely uh, what's he getting? Seven hundred to a hundred? How much? Uh, that's about. Oh man, yeah, that's, he's getting somewhere around maybe fourteen million a year. I mean, that's completely. I mean, that's not worth it. What he, for for his production so far? Um, and Millard is getting paid less uh, about a million, you know, up to minor leagues between the Mets. Um, so right now, I mean, uh, and, I, I, and maybe the who knows Giants would have taken Millard. You know, who? Well, of course he's a free agent. Um, but yeah, who knows Giants taking Millard? You know, you never know. I mean, the Giants are a picky team, and uh, Barry Zito is the Giants are still sub 500 team. So, good comment from um, HD. I won't say his full name on the air. Um, I don't want to get uh, in trouble, but that's uh, HD, um, Diamonds in the Sky, whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right, anyway, yeah, so uh, he was, anyway, yeah, so it's a good comment there from FSU Knowles 912. All right, let's see what else we got uh, going on the sports docket here. We got plenty, we already got 10 minutes left in the program. People can call in, let us know what's up. Uh, I'll definitely chill with you and talk to you on the air. Uh, once again, I'm going solo. Our next show is going to be a uh, late edition. It's going to be 11 o'clock at night. We're going to be featured on Blockchain Radio 11 o'clock at night, Saturday night. 
We're going to be uh, Saturday Night Live on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, I think we have an... Um, Alright, I think we have an IM here, another IM uh, from someone else I know. Let's see. Alright, alright. Um, he says, uh, first it's from Shizza. S-H-I-Z-A-A-A, some gangster IM. He says, Dear Ethan, Cavs or Spurs? Oh, if you listen earlier in the program, I, I said Spurs in five. Spurs in five. Spurs taking the series in five. Um, my, you want to know my reasons why? One of my reasons, I'll tell you. Um, that's from. Uh, I gave my reasons why. I mean, I, I, I said it earlier. I mean, the Spurs are going to take the series in five. Um, the Spurs are just too much better than the Cavs. They won three championships right in this decade. The Cavs, um, not. I mean, people always say experience. I don't want to go down that line. I'm. I'm just going to say this. The Spurs are better than the Cavs in every position except for one. The, um, the Cavs are the better three-point shooting team. The Cavs are much better from the arc than the Spurs. Other than that, I mean, the Cavs rebounding, um, passing the ball, uh, their tempo, the, uh, the Spurs are much better tempo. The Spurs, uh, they throw them basketball games and they win them, bottom line. I only lost 20 games this year. The Cavs lost about, what was it, 35? Yeah, uh, yeah, 35 games. Um, with the Pistons, I might say, actually Pistons, I might say, um, I might pick actually Pistons in seven. But all right, we have another uh, a aim. He's on fire today. An aim from FSU knows nine one two. Here's another one. Can you make the argument that the Knicks are one of the worst run organizations? Uh, no doubt about it. <laughs> now that uh, Jim Nolan, um, Isaiah Thomas, come on, I mean the Knicks are uh, they're a disaster zone. I mean. Even now in this draft, the Knicks are getting what? Still getting backlash from that Eddie Curry deal. Uh, the Knicks, what are the 29th pick? I mean, it's not 29th, no, it's, it's a little higher than that. But yeah, the Knicks are definitely the worst one organization of all time. I mean, uh, Shannon Fry this year uh, was nowhere near he was the previous year. Yeah, Shannon Fry was not good this year. David Lee is the, the, probably the best move the Knicks have made in. The last six years, um, you already have the the tail of the tail of five point guards: uh, Jalen Rose, Stephon Marbury, uh, Stephen Francis, who barely played. The list goes on and on. Jamal Crawford. I mean, come on. I mean, how many point guards can you have already? I mean, the Knicks don't have one big man. The Knicks don't play defense. Bottom line. Um, in terms of when the Knicks are run, um, yeah, those are those are bad. They're spending money on on uh, players that. Are not going to help them out. I mean, uh, they added some players to, to this season's team. Um, I don't know uh, what's that. No, not uh, Jerome James. No, he wasn't here. It was some, they added all these crazy players to their team. I don't know. I don't know all the names offhand. Uh, I can check the Knicks roster. I can just go down the roster and, and tell how bad the move was, and how bad the moves were. I got six, six minutes left in the program. Once again, just a just to cross. Um, Maybe somebody can, you know, call in. Um, they got the uh, aim line going. Not with, the, not much with the phone lines. I gotta make it more. I can't, you know, I can't be posting Facebook invitations an hour before the program. I gotta post them earlier. Um, I'm looking to look at the next roster right now. Um, it's nice to talk about the next one day that the NBA Finals starts the next day. You know, just to just to make ourselves feel a little bit more worse with this franchise. All right. Um, Matt, uh, funny question. Uh, this question is going to go down in history as one of the funniest questions. Um, well, not really funny, just funny the way he's asking it. Uh, who is the greatest catcher in the history of baseball? It comes from Shizza. Um, the greatest catcher, Mike Piazza, hands down. I got to say, Mike Piazza, hands down, the greatest catcher of all time. I, I, I think it's an obvious question. It's an obvious answer. I mean, not so much with the defense. I want to talk about. I mean, Yogi Berra, you can throw in there. You can throw in Pudge, of course. Um, it's the best defensive catcher. But in terms of all time, Piazza, of course, is um, doesn't know where second base is already. But, yeah, um, in terms of throwing the ball down and getting runners out, I mean, that's that's total, that's not, that's not in his book. But, yeah, Piazza, uh, not, 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 a little bias intended, 
But Mike Piazza is definitely the greatest catch of all time. To answer your question. Does that answer your question, Shizza? All right. Um, yes. Oh, let's, let's see if we get see if we, we have some time left. I'm going to go down the Knicks roster uh, just a bit and uh, talk a little bit Knicks basketball here. It's nice to talk about Knicks basketball on a nice sunny day uh, when the Knicks aren't playing. The Knicks this year, um, not as horrific as last year. Uh, they did get 10 more wins than they had at Isaiah Brown. Oh, 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 I just I missed a very good catcher there. Um, uh, this guy from F- FSU, Knowles 912, reminds me that Johnny Bench, yeah, yeah, I got to put him in there. Sorry, my bad. You know, I'm, I just, uh, both, you know, when you think about Piazza, you, you forget about all the rest of the catchers in baseball. I mean, you're blessed to have Mike Piazza as your catcher for a long time. Yeah, Johnny Bench, no doubt. I mean, uh, Piazza had to break his record to have the uh, NHL, and I've got a Colton Fisk as well. Um, had that uh, glorious uh, um, home run trial that all kids try to emulate now in Little League. Um, that uh, amazing, um, that one, that legendary uh, home run he hit against the Reds in this what the 75 World Series. I wasn't even. All right, I'm not going into that. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Johnny Bench, no doubt. No, you got to mention Bench. Uh, Bench not only, not only great defensively for the Cincinnati Reds, the big red machine, but Bench also um, hit well with 300 home runs. Also hit for average, definitely had the power, um, great clutch hitter, the whole thing. It's part of those great Cincinnati Reds teams uh, when the Reds used to be good um, a while ago. Uh, let's take a look at the Knicks roster. I mean, it's, when I look at the Knicks roster, it makes me want to cry. Um, I, I don't know if it even still exists at NBA.com, but we'll take a little look at the Knicks roster and just, you know, just see, uh, see the whole thing here. Hopefully we can make some calls at the end of the show here, closing out. Um, Stephen, Stephen will be joining me on our next program, definitely, uh, 11 o'clock at night. If you're up Saturday night after uh, eating some pizza or whatever you're doing, uh, you can definitely uh, check out our show. 11 o'clock at night, um, 11, 11 to midnight. We're taking you Saturday Night Live or Sports Docket Live. All right, let's get the next roster. Looking at some next news here, next roster. Okay, let's run on the roster. All right, we'll start with Ronaldo Balkman. Oh, he wasn't too bad. Kevin Cattle, he was awful. Marty Collins, and that's the player I'm talking about. Yeah, he didn't go much in the Knicks. Jamal Crawford, of course, had some some games where he had uh, uh, you know 30, 30 points, um, hit, hit those late threes. And other games, you know, just forget about it. Eddie Curry, another story with him already. Steve Francis didn't play too much this year. Shannon Fry uh, was not great this year at all. Um, and just he just looked dazed. Um, I mean, he took shots. I mean, they were they were far from going in. Uh, Jerome James, oh, he is terrible. Uh, Jared Jeffries, he wasn't too bad, but it took him like uh, 30 games to get going uh, before he started playing for the Knicks. David Lee, uh, oh, David Lee, oh, no, 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 excuse me. David Lee is awesome. David Lee is David Lee is the Knicks. I joined a Facebook group. David Lee is the Knicks. David Lee is the Knicks right now. I mean, he's when you're in Knicks games, that's the guy you want to watch. I mean, he is still very young. Uh, Fresh out of Florida University, uh, 23 years old. You know he is amazing. Uh, Marbury, Marbury, of course. The um, when he got one Nick jersey, get Marbury's jersey. But I mean Marbury just has no no sense of defense at all, or rebounding. Um, Randolph Morris, don't know much about him. Quentin Richardson, um, actually, uh, Mr. Dunk, as they call him, he always wins those uh, slam dunk contests. He's not too bad. Nate Robinson, he's not too bad either. And Malik Rose, oh, he's awful. Oh, man, off the bench, come on. Yes, there you go. I mean, there's my um, somewhat um, unthoughtful uh, Knicks roster assessment there. Do you like that? Um, all right, yeah, we'll close out here. Let's play a little closing ending music, and then we'll, uh, we'll join you. Uh, next show will be 11 o'clock um, on Saturday night. So here we're going to end off. Great, sports and news, the sports docket. With the quads, next show we'll have Ace on with us and maybe some guests. 11 o'clock at night, Saturday night. Here we go. Check us out on Saturday night. Oh, um, I just got a comment. Yeah, that's probably um, from Shizza. He says, Nate Robinson sucks. I agree. Well, I wouldn't put it that way. He stinks, no doubt. Um... 
Oh, Shizza, are you saying that Nate Robinson sucks uh, just because um, you're a uh, just because you're a Clippers fan? I mean, come on. So, tune in. We got one call today. Thanks for calling in. Hopefully, be more prepared with like our Kurt Angle intro. And we'll see you later. See you later. Bye, bye, Crossman. Out, yo. See ya. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.